The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 121, The Yellow Rose of Texas. Hello? Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Hey, what my dog? I'm panicking here because my mobile were on a low battery. <laughs> yeah, just to, to let people know, I'd, I'd, I've lost. Oh, here we go. Billish, I mean, the Simon, shut your gob a minute. I'm, I keep calling him Simon Billy, you know. You what, Ian? <laughs> um, basically, I, I lost the number, hadn't I? So I had to phone you to say, can you give me your num- the number? But you didn't yeah, know the number. Yeah, I know, yeah. You didn't well, know the number. I, I had to look because I couldn't remember it off my heart. So... Anyway, okay. we sorted it out now. Anyway, so we phone you up. Welcome to another Sue Morgan podcast. And uh, Simon I know, is well last week. Did it? What happened last week? Fifty on last week. Well, that's not too bad. It you, didn't. You, the numbers are going sky high now. Yeah, <laughs> go on, man. Um, you shouldn't pay much attention to the to the listenership of this. We do this because we love it. I know we do, but I'm loving it. Good, I'm glad, I'm glad. And, it's, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter about the numbers. Um, we, nah. we actually, we are very grateful to anybody who listens to this twaddle. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's cold, isn't it? It's cold. It's freezing, yeah. Um, uh, I managed to get up here to Oak Tree for, like, ten past ten this morning. But when I come out of the bungalow, it was iced up. It was like going on dancing on ice. You've got to be careful out there soon. Yeah, I am, Dean. I, I th- really am. I think it's going to start to warm up a little bit next week, so that's good news. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Spring is on the way. Um, yeah, the... it's spring again. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, you oh, set him off now. Off. All right, in a bit, Simon, in a bit. Don't worry, you'll be on in a bit. Um, yeah, and the light, the, the nights are getting lighter. I was going to say the lights yeah, are getting nighter. The I lights are getting nighter. Yeah, mm, which yeah. is good. So, and and I know that you've been down in town this oh, week. Tell us about what a week, a four days of pleasure. Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Well, explain, week. explain for those that don't know. Um, uh, one of the well, uh, three of them, uh, the workers, a team. Who? Uh, there's tell Vivian us. Thompson. Yeah. Um, councillor, not County Councillor Anne Callahan, and the lovely sex bomb Jane Beaches. And um, they raise uh, money for charity for Beach Court uh, for residents so they can give them like parties. And they had the duo, uh, they've had the duo on the Moonshiners. So all the charity of that helps. And then they do the Christmas uh, Christmas parties, Easter parties, you know, just for the residents. And they've got a cheese and wine party coming up. And also an Easter tea. And uh, also Sherwood Seals. Uh, which is for disabled children, a swimming club. So half goes to those as well. That's what the was raising money down at the charity shop. Yeah, yeah this was a pop-up um, shop on Queen Street in Mansfield. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, in the old cafe, which was the Queen's yeah. Cafe there. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, and it I went well? there every day. Wow, so what were you helping sell, or...? Um, I was uh, talking on the mic and singing. Wow. Drawing them all in. And uh, was it busy? It was quite. It got busy towards dinner time, and thank you very much for you playing them ladies. Uh, the requests every day. They were dancing. Well, they reckon <laughs> they were anyway. Were they? Li- did they listen in as well? Were they? Uh, they was listening. Yeah. In between. The, uh, in between yeah, you gobbing off and singing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Sue. Well, it's it's good to, to do that sort of thing, and. Um... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah. good fun. Anyway, They're so yeah. a lot. It got busy towards dinner time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, it would do. People are always after a bargain in Mansfield. Yeah, yeah. So what sorts of things were they selling? Um, well, they were doing the tombola, uh, a pound or three pound a prize every time. They had the refreshments and the crumpets. Uh, and uh, you bought one coffee, you could get the second one free. They was doing, like, uh, kiddies' toys, clothes. You know, quite a lot of stuff. And I bought a, a foot spa for two quid. So that were a bargain. And uh, Billy, uh, he sent some money down for me to get him some clothes. So uh, £11 was off of Billy, bless him. Uh, he'll do work for charity. And it's gone really well, but I don't know what the figures are. I'll have to let you know next week. Yeah, let us know next week. Well, I'm yeah, pleased it went it, well. It, they have very well. Yeah, Lena came down and helped on Thursday. She was doing working on the tombola. And I was just sat there uh, talking to customers, singing, because she took a, a radio mic down with a speaker, and I was just singing my heart out and uh, having a laugh and advertising it to the people that were going past Queen Street. Which reminds me, this week, um, I think it was this week, it's been a very busy week, there's been lots going off. Anyway, Steve Ward, the uh, boxer, um, popped in to yeah. see me and because he was doing some interviews in town and, it, and I think he went to the actual he charity did, shop yeah he did I um, met him the other day yeah and whilst he was down there um, he bumped into Lena that's right yeah and Lena was showing him uh, videos of me down at the karaoke oh that's right yeah and he was like going oh look at you and she was apparently saying look at how drunk he is and, and falling over and stuff like that I wasn't drunk at all no, I know. Well, you know what Lena's like, bless her. Right, so did you get your chocolates? Because she sent him with the chocolates. Yes, I did. Yes, you. thank you very much, Lena, for the chocolates, if you're listening to this. But but that means now, you see, uh, no more filming me at the karaoke. Because because it's it's being spread about that I'm some kind of <laughs> singing drunk, which is not, okay, then. It's not the case. Um, I was, yeah. I, as, as I, I had to explain myself away to Steve. I was like, well, I, I, you know, I was merry and, we, and it was Christmas and we were trying to put on a show for people and, and try and create some fun. And if we can't do that, then, you know, where can we go and let our hair down? Yeah, that's right. So no more videos. Okay, then, Ian. They, are, wrist, they are banned. They are banned from doing videos well, you on can, you on the karaoke. Yeah, you can, you can video whoever else you want, but me, no, because, because it's used in evidence against me. Oh. By Lena, who's supposed to be a who's supposed to be a friend? Oh, Unbelievable! Oh. It's telling like telling tales. Look at how drunk he gets with the karaoke. I wasn't drunk. I know you wasn't sober as a dive. As, as, have I ever been slurring my words at that event? No, no, no. 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 Have I ever fallen over because I was drunk? No, of no. course you haven't. No, there you go. So I'm glad I'm clearing that up right now on the Sue Morgan yeah. podcast. I like okay. to have a drink. I like to have a drink. But I, but I, you know, I'm, I don't overdo it, and I've definitely not sung a song and then gone outside and thrown up. That's never happened. No, no, it hasn't, Ian. It hasn't no, happened. No, you know, I, you know, I, I know that you wasn't drunk. I wasn't drunk. Well, there you go, you see. No. You were there in the oh, flesh. Oh, I was there all the time, you were you? You were there in the flesh. Anyways, enough of this silliness. Should we do some yeah. Sue's headlines? Yeah, go on then. Okay, I've got three stories today. One of them is, about, is about your mate, um, Lewis Capaldi. All right, okay. Okay, so can we have a bong, please? Oh, yes, bong. How is the throat, by the way? Uh, the jaw's all right. The jaw, that's it, the jaw. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's fixed itself. It's cleared up. Okay, so Lewis Capaldi's story first, because I know he's one of your favourites. Yeah, he is. Tom... Besides William, of course. 
I said one of your favourites. Yeah, okay then. You can have more than one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tom Jones gets pelted with bras and knickers on stage by female fans. But Lewis Capaldi got a pair of huge, huge Y fronts thrown at him when he was on stage in Sheffield for his current UK tour, because he's touring at the moment. Yeah. The Scott singer was quick to see the funny side, holding the kecks up for inspection, then slipping them over his trousers and shaking his bum. On these, it says something, it's a slogan on these Y fronts, by the way. Call for fun time, big boy. And the back side says, she's a freaky girl. <laughs> Seemingly next to her phone number. All oh, right, so she put an, put a phone number on there, hoping that um, Lewis would phone her up. It wasn't you who did this, was it, Sue? Oh, no, it wasn't. It might have been Barry. I mean, he, he, he dresses up as a woman sometimes. So it could have been him throwing his kegs at her. No, at, him. at him. Or he, she. Lewis later refused to say whether or not he'll be taking up the woman's offer. Meanwhile, things weren't quite so funny during his latest show in Manchester's arena when a fight broke out in the crowd as he sang, Hold Me While You Wait. (laughs) Worried Lewis told the crowd, They are scrapping in the crowd there. We're going to have to get them out. We can't be fighting. What a weird song to fight to. So there you go. It's all happening on Lewis Capaldi's tour. Has he played Nottingham yet? Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to look it up now. Well, if it is, I'll go and chuck my knickers at him. What would you write on your knickers if you were... What would you write on there? I've no idea, you sexy bogger. You sexy bogger. Yo, sexy bogger. <laughs> and on the back... God knows what super, I've put on me that. Super Freak Sue or what? Yeah, something like that. Uh, hang on. Nottingham. Nottingham. Has he been to Nottingham yet? Looking it up now, he's probably already been. Surprised you didn't get tickets, Sue. No. He is at Nottingham next Friday. Is he? All January right. 27th. Well, the tickets, I mean, the tickets go like hotcakes as soon as they come out. Should we see how much they Don't are? even know. Should we see, we see how much they are? Uh, by the way, he's, he's at Newcastle tonight, Newcastle upon time. Well, yeah, I know, okay. Tickets, I'm pressing the ticket button. Let's yeah, see whether we can I'll get, get some tickets. I'll get my t- helicopter out. See whether we can get some tickets for Friday. Cool, blimey. I think you can get a ticket, okay, the, um, for £64, and you're literally right at the back. Mm. Um, if you want uh, to be in the floor section, £177 per ticket. Yeah, if we can get it, it's cost of living these days. It's expensive. And somebody has yeah, got... Yeah, electric and gas has gone up sky. I don't even have my gas on. I just put electric and it's going like, OK. Somebody's got a ticket. Yeah, it's crazy. Somebody's got a ticket up for sale for £829 to go yeah. and see Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. I'll just yeah. listen to his CD, thank you. Yeah, me and all. Give us another bong then, Sue. A bong. Okay, uh, we were talking about um, January blues, weren't we, a little bit last time? Yeah, we were last week, yeah. Well, apparently, Brits spend 96 days a year in a glum mood, a study has found. So that's out of 365, 96 days, that's quite a lot. A quarter feel at their lowest in January, given it's short days and cold. Um, Music, spending time with friends, and direct sunlight help lift the mood. But the average person spends just an hour a day outdoors in the winter. Of that, only 44 minutes is in direct sunlight. Krispy Kreme Donuts carried out this poll. Um, And and I I guess they found out that... um, Krispy Kreme carried out the research and has launched a white light-emitting billboard. All right, okay. Um, They do donuts, Krispy Kreme, don't they? So I'm guessing if you have a donut, that'll cheer you up a little bit, I should think. Yeah, I love donuts. I love Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, I like the ones with the custard in them. I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know whether Krispy Kreme do those sort, but I'm sure they do. Right. Okay. Next story, sir. Bong. 
Um, this is an interesting story because um, I, I heard this in the week and I was kind of shocked by it, to be honest with you. See what you reckon. Go on, then. Bringing cake into work is as harmful to colleagues as secondhand smoking, Britain's top food czar has warned. Professor Susan Jebb, chairwoman of the Food Standards Agency, also slammed ministers over a decision to delay a watershed for junk food advertising. She said the move has led to a complete market failure that has squeezed out healthy foods. If nobody brought cakes into the office, I would not eat cakes in the day. But because people do bring cakes in, I eat them. I have made a choice, but people were making a choice to go into a smoky pub. She added, with smoking, after a very long time, we have got to a place where we understand that individuals have to make some effort, but that we can make their efforts more successful by having a supportive environment. But we still don't feel like that about food. She concluded that passive smoking inflicts harm on others, and exactly the same is true of food. So therefore, don't take cake into the office, because there could be some people in the office who won't be able to resist having the cake when they're trying to be good and it's a health hazard. Sue. What a load of cod's wallop. Explain why you think that's the case. It is. If they want to stop eating cake, they should be having the willpower not to do it. Stop. I'm going to take a big chocolate cake down somewhere when I go anywhere now. <laughs> Eat it in front of them all. <laughs> I can sort of see where she's coming from, but, you know, that's one of the things that keeps people happy in the office if you bring in some yeah. sweets or you bring in a cake or something like that. It sort of, like, it sort of like brightens up my day when somebody does that. We, we've got a lady who um, is a listener who often brings in cakes, and I, I love it. It's like the best thing ever. It's like a real treat yeah. um, for us. And like you say, people should have the willpower, shouldn't they, to say no. I mean, I often say no because I'm on a permanent diet because if I wasn't, then I'd be 20 stone. So I don't think it's her place to get involved with what people bring into the workplace, to be honest with you. No. No. So, yeah, nope. it's a bit annoying. Very. Anyway, ev- irritable now. Who is? Simon. Should we get him on, then? Still no bloody Billy boy. He reckons he's not coming on till April. He's going to be Simon until April. Well, that's a long period of annual leave, isn't it? A long time, yeah. Anyway, Go on, put, put Simon on. to Billy Boy and with Simon. The tribute. <laughs> Hello, I'm Simon Buxton. Here we go on a new song for my claymore. Oh, the yellow rose is excellent. It's the only one for me. That yellow rose is excellent. It's got me for me. Oh, you keep crying, you keep saying, you've got something for me. Well, these boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are going to go. Ian Watkinson's foot. Bum, bum, bum. Hold up. Well, it was different, Simon. Um... Do you not know the full? Do you not know all the words to Yellow Rose of Texas? I don't think he does. I think he's as thick <laughs> as what Billy Boy is. And he's a tribute artist to Billy Boy. Tribute artist to Billy Boy. Yeah. Well, he's he's he's. I have to say, very similar. Very similar. Very very. He's older than Billy Boy as well. He's about ninety-six. Is he really? Yeah. Does so it... him and Barry goes well together. They're like bloody twins. What's happening with Barry at the moment? Because we've not heard from him for a while. I know. Well, um, Barry is. Uh, He's gone to uh, the local uh, nutter. <laughs> I see. 
And what's he doing there? Is he performing for them, or is he is he is he an inmate? I've no idea. I think they caught him taking his trousers down and, and chatting up all the ladies, and they didn't want him, and they got a little bit abrupt. Taking his trousers down. So, you can't yeah. get away with that sort I of think, thing. I think Billy. I think Billy Boy's learned him to do that. You can't get away with that sort of thing these days. I know you can't. I know. Try telling Barry that. <laughs> when he does come on, you'll have to have a go at him. He might listen to you. I'm not gonna have a go at him. Oh, hang on a minute. What? Nah. Well, hurry up there. What did the little family say to the big family? What? You're too young to smoke. Oh my God. He's got his bleeding teeth in, and his teeth nearly fell out of his gob. Yeah, I found him now. Wow. I could actually understand what he was saying. No, neither can I. There were more F-words coming out my gob than a little. God, he's trying to whistle now. Oh, God. All right, Simon, go and put your clothes on. Is he naked, then? Oh, his underpants on, and his bus pass round his neck. Oh, my I think he God. wants to go in. I think this place is like a bloody tear complex. Wow. Well, um, on that note... Yeah, OK. What I will say Whatever. to you is, um, have a lovely week, so... Yeah. <laughs> OK, I'm going on What's he doing? Bit. What's he doing? I don't know. I've no idea. He's just talking to his son. Right. He's like a little parrot, isn't he? Like a little, yeah, like a yeah, budger, a little budgerigar in the in the yeah. cave. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Take care. Have a good one soon. It's a little bit early for that. About the next karaoke. He knows. Well, I mean, we've got two months yet, so shut the fuck up. Oh. Honest. He's doing my head in. He's worse than bleeding Barry. Is Simon going to the karaoke? Yeah, he is. <laughs> right. Does Simon have hair, by the way? Uh, not if I shave the fucker off. Okay, right, that's it now, Sue. <laughs> I shall see you later. Okay, then, Ian, you have a good week and all that. Take care, mate, be good. Okay, I'll see you when I get out, Millbrook. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.